This episode of the Insurance Coffee House is sponsored by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies and brokers in the UK and across the United States. Visit insurance-search.com for more details. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. I'm Nick Hoadley, and each week you can join me as I interview leading InsureTech executives from around the world. We will be learning about the different InsureTech technologies and finding out how they can be a benefit to both insurance brokers and carriers when it comes to delivering for your customers. We'll also be learning about the different career opportunities available to insurance leaders within the InsureTech space and what benefits that can give to your career. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, I am delighted to be joined by Joel Saman, who is the head of property and casualty demand at Media Alpha. Media Alpha, insurtech business based in the United States. And Joel joins us on the line from Boston this morning. Welcome to the show, Joel. Thanks for having me, Nick. Joel, pleasure to speak to you. Pleasure to talk to you today. Really looking forward to hearing more about Media Alpha. Before we get into that, though, would you mind sharing with our listeners a little bit about your personal career background and what led to you joining the business. Sure. So I've been at Media Alpha for about a year, I think a year and two days at this point. And prior to being at Media Alpha, I was actually a client with Liberty Mutual, joined there about seven years ago. And when I joined, we were bringing our digital media buying and analytics in-house from an agency. So I got to join the team, a pivotal moment, had a lot of fun bringing that in-house and building up the program from a relatively small program to a fairly substantial one by the time I left, which was a ton of fun to build the team and figure out how to make these things work. And while over there, I led the uh, aggregators and affiliates team, which worked closely with Media Alpha and as well as a couple of its competitors. And when I was looking around trying to figure out what I was going to do next, Media Alpha really struck me as a spectacular company, leader in the space, and the culture and values really meshed well with what I believe in and how I like to operate. Mm. Uh, so it seemed a very natural fit. I already knew uh, the space at least to some degree from the client side. So it was a, a great fit, a great move, and it's been an awesome home for the past year. Great, fantastic. It sounds like a really interesting journey that, you know, when you were there at, at Liberty Mutual, obviously being a customer, I suppose you've got that firsthand experience being on the customer side, which you can share, not only with obviously the internal team members at Media Alpha, but also potential new clients going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the things I was extremely proud of at Media Alpha was the way that our team built the program up and built some really innovative tools and worked mm. with Media Alpha and our other partners to get some great integrations in place that really forwarded mm. our ability to acquire customers intelligently, looking at lifetime value and customer acquisition costs. Mm. And we pushed that forward in a way that I think, selfishly, I think we were kind of leaders in the space. But I was super proud of what my team did. And coming over to this side, it's been awesome to help some of Media Alpha's clients find ways to do some of the things that we were able to do in terms of connecting the dots and taking advantage of some of the awesome integrations and data that Media Alpha has in place. Excellent. And your role there at, as head of PNC demand, would you mind sharing a little bit more about that? Presumably that's working with other PNC clients and building, building that business. Yes, absolutely. So our team's focus is working with our client partners, many of whom are large carriers in the space or insure techs. And yeah. my job is basically to be there to to help the team do what they need to do. I, I sort of like to take on that bucket of stuff nobody else wants to do. 
as well as working with our clients directly and helping them figure out the best solutions that meet their needs. Obviously, we're trying to help them get smarter about acquisition and focusing on lifetime value and how they can best help consumers through their products. And my role is basically as an advisor. We try to help our clients push their business forward as they see fit. No, fantastic. And I'm sure you really benefit from that. I know in my own career, I used to be a, an insurance broker myself and moved across to launching Insurance Search, which was providing a solution to those brokers. And I think having lived in that space, having worked in that space, certainly helps when it comes to working with other companies who can benefit from those services as well. So really appreciate that, Joel. Joel, as we are in the insurance coffee house this morning, I know we're actually going to meet in a couple of weeks for a real face-to-face coffee in Boston, but what's your go-to coffee of choice today? Well, we have two young kids that get us up nice and early, so I need something pretty strong. And today I've gone with a uh, a nitro cold brew from La Colombe. Packs a nice punch. Awesome. Yeah, anything with the word nitro in it, and you know it's going to be pretty punchy for sure. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's nice and aggressive, but uh, it starts the morning off right. Yeah, hopefully we'll have something a little bit more chilled out when we have our mid-morning meeting in a few weeks. Yeah, fantastic. Brilliant. Well, Joel, would you mind giving the listeners a snapshot, an overview of Media Alpha, where the company is at the moment? Sure. So Media Alpha is the most effective online acquisition channel for digital insurance agencies. And we connect shoppers looking for insurance online with the country's largest insurance carriers, helping those carriers grow their books of business, both efficiently and profitably through both the integrations that we have with the platform and our, I'd say, best-in-class analytics team. I've worked with a bunch of them as a a customer in the space, as a client, and our team is just spectacular in terms of finding those insights for our partners and helping them push their business forward. The company went public back in October of 2020, and right now we stand at about 160 people across a couple verticals. Uh, Our primary vertical is property and casualty, but we also have health, life, Medicare, travel, and a couple of other smaller verticals that we focus on both on the publisher side, working with the lead gen sites and a a bunch of other sites that are driving consumers uh, who are looking for insurance through our marketplace to match with carriers and then our end working with those larger carriers. Great. Thanks for that. And how does it work for those carriers? What are the products or what are the services that you provide to those carriers, which enables that lead generation to happen? Yeah, there's, there's a massive range based upon the capabilities of our partners. Partners that are more sophisticated understand their lifetime value of customers by different segment or or the term I usually like to use is sub-segment. If you're looking at the super tiny segments where that underwriting data can be very detailed, mm-hmm. we can help them better understand the maximum allowable customer acquisition cost that they can pay to acquire the customer and drive them to their, their online funnel or to their agents uh, offline or their call center. And we can help them use our tools to efficiently drive those those consumers into their funnel and build their book of business profitably. We also, for those that aren't as sophisticated or starting to get into the space in digital, offer a range of tools that help them get introduced into the space, focusing on acquisition costs at the cost per quote level, uh, or even the cost per click level if, if they're not to the cost per quote level yet, and help them align to filter for the, the consumers that they target and mm-hmm. viewer the best fit for their book of business. And one of the, the amazing things I think that this channel offers uh, over a lot of other channels, basically every other channel, is the ability to collect consumer information before acquiring that consumer. If a consumer comes through Google, they're searching for auto insurance in, in Boston. They're not necessarily identifying themselves as a uh, single car homeowner uh, who has high credit and is currently insured uh, with a given carrier. That's something we know through our channel. 
And that makes it a great tool for carriers as they're looking to very minutely and precisely target consumers at different acquisition cost levels to best fit their book of business and drive profitability. That sounds huge benefit to those carriers. Presumably, and I think you sort of you mentioned it sort of depends where those carriers are themselves in their own digital journey. How does that integration work in reality? Do the carriers there need to have a certain level of technology that they have there and in order to be able to maximize the benefits of that? To maximize the benefits, I think we can help them along and help them integrate more and more technologies as their data becomes more and more reliable. But really, mm-hmm. we can meet them wherever they are. If mm-hmm. a carrier just knows they can buy uh, calls in the state of Massachusetts and drive them to their call center, uh, and they can pay $35 per call for those consumers, not knowing anything else about them aside from the fact they live in the state of Massachusetts, we can meet them there. If they have a full online digital funnel and they know the expected lifetime value of consumers given any level of data and how much they can afford to pay to acquire those consumers and um, what the conversion rates look like, we can help meet them there. We can help them with data paths to pre-populate their forms given the information provided through the lead. We can help them create interstitials to collect additional information they may need. We can really help them in a slew of ways and we can really meet uh, our partners wherever they are. And presumably there's also benefit for the policyholders themselves getting you know, a more tailored approach actually having those insurance carriers know a little bit more about what they're looking for and the head of them providing that quotation, that policy? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there are two massive benefits to consumers. One is as they're going through and filling out these forms online, it's an absolute pain to have to Mm -hmm. fill out the information multiple times. I recently shopped for car insurance and it's not fun having to fill out the same information time and time again. Having this data pass integration where a consumer can fill out their information on one site And then through our marketplace, pass information directly into the funnel for a carrier makes the process so much easier. And when I was at Liberty Mutual, that's one of the things that we really focused on building out and working closely with Media Alpha. It's a spectacular spot to make shopping so much easier for consumers. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other mass benefit to consumers is because we're a marketplace, these carriers are bidding on the back end to acquire consumers based upon the customer's attributes. And that means that in the end, the carriers that show up at the top of the list and our listings for potential carriers that could match the consumer, those carriers should be the best fit for the consumer because the market is in effect and taking its course. The match should be pretty strong to provide not only great experience, but also a great price for that consumer where they can hopefully find a home for their insurance for the long haul. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think any product that benefits the end policyholder, as well as making it easier for the carrier, brings that overall experience, uh, that overall insurance experience, increases that and is great for the industry as a whole. So I think that that's brilliant. Absolutely. Joel, obviously a bit business now scaled now to 160 people. You know, there's been some fast growth there. What's the biggest challenge ahead do you see now? I mean, Clearly, we're in slightly turbulent economic times. What do you see as sort of the biggest challenges ahead for, for the business and for other insure techs out there? Yeah, I think it's a lot of growth. I mean, right now we're stuck in this hard market and have been for about the last uh, almost year or so. We'll accelerate out of that relatively soon. And I think that a lot of carriers who are taking rate right now are improving their rates and figuring out how they can get back to strong profitability through acquisition they're going to look to accelerate coming out of this. Mm. And I think that we are in a spectacular position to help them do that because of all the information we have on consumers uh, mm. coming through our marketplace. So we can help mm. those carriers target the consumers that will be profitable for them at the price that drives profitability for them. The biggest challenge for us is once that acceleration starts happening, we need to make sure we have the right people in place to help our partners. And I am super psyched about my team. I think that our team on the PMC demand side is in a spectacular spot and 
hired some really great people over the past few years, in addition to the long-standing people we've had on the team that have just driven forward the business for a long time to push in the position we're in now. But we're going to have to figure out how through the analytics team, through the engineering team, through the through my PNC demand team, uh, as well as on the supply side, we can help strengthen that funnel, strengthen that sort of channel through which these carriers can acquire customers profitably as they're looking to scale up policies and force and get back to strong profitability in a big book of business. Awesome. I'm sure you're in a great place to be able to do that. Brings us nicely onto the espresso round now, Joel. Questions are short, sharp, and straight to the point. You've, you've got your nitro there. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm ready to go. By, ready to go. So I think you're ready for the espresso round. Bring it on. The espresso round. Joel, yeah. How many people are you looking to increase the business by over the next 12 months? I don't think we have a number in mind necessarily. I think we're looking to hire the right people into the right spots. Could be as few as a handful and could scale substantially based on what the market does. Uh, over the next year or so. You're looking to grow as the business grows out, as the customer base grows out. Excellent. And what are the cultural values that you're building there at the company? I think that we really value grit, integrity, honesty, all the the key things, but also Mm. doing what's in our partner's best interest. We're looking to build long-term relationships Mm. and do what's in the best interest of our partners, not Mm. in ourselves. So I think having people who are focused on doing what's best for our partners and driving that forward is key. And I think that we want people who are constantly learning, striving, and looking to push what we're doing forward. I also want to challenge our norms. And is that something that you've experienced yourself? So obviously being on the client side of the business, was that something that resonated with you before you made that transition and, and joined the business? A- absolutely. I think I had we had great relationships with a lot of our, mm. our partners in the space, but I really valued my relationship with Media Alpha and the mm. honesty, integrity, transparency mm that the company brought to our relationship, Mm. where Mm. I knew that I could reach out to the account executive I was working with, Sarah, who is now one of my teammates and is a spectacular teammate and was an amazing account executive. She was always honest with me. She shot straight. And I knew I could trust and hear her out on anything. Mm. It's great to have her as a teammate because that that honesty is still there. And I know I can count on her for everything. But really, that's a core tenant of the company, being transparent, honest, and doing what's in the best interest of the client. That's so interesting because I think a lot of times people look at culture as a very internal thing, an internal set of values. But it is amazing how that then radiates that out to prospects and clients and those relationships that you you have there. So those core values really do move externally and really do help actually drive forward the business. How do you try and maintain that culture as you are, you know, growing so quickly as a company? It's a challenge. It's a massive challenge. I think that we have to be really certain about the people we hire. The process of hiring is extensive. I can't tell you how many interviews I went through, and I knew most of these people already. And I think we really put people through the ringer makes it sound negative, but really give them a taste of what we are and try to get a full feel for who they are uh, to make sure it's a fit and to make sure that they have that growth mindset, that integrity, that transparency and honesty, and that willingness to grow and constantly improve that we think is so key to our business. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And in terms of your team, are you a remote first company or do you have an office, people being based in the office? How does remote working work for your business? As with so many other companies right now, we're still figuring that out. We're testing a couple of things. We are largely remote, although we do have a couple of days that we try to get the team together in the office because we find that time collaborating together and, and spending time together mm. helps build not only culture, but helps improve the business itself by all that cross-pollination between teams. We have a couple offices across the country, including Arizona, Tampa, 
Los Angeles, Washington State, as well as around the world in Taipei. I'm located in Boston, so I'm away from my team, but the vast majority of my team's out in Los Angeles. Awesome. And this next question is very pertinent to you, obviously, career background at an insurance carrier, Liberty Mutual. What value could a a high-performing insurance professional add to your division of the business? Tons of value. I think that having somebody to bounce off all the ideas about where the space is going, how carriers view things is is invaluable in our space because we can get into the mindset of our client better. Having multi-varied views of how those carriers operate. I can speak to my experience at Liberty. My experience at Liberty was one little dust mite in the massive organization. So I only know what I saw. Bringing somebody else in from another part of Liberty or ideally from another carrier can give us a whole new perspective and really help us better figure out how we can help our partners. Yeah, fantastic. And that you're certainly proof of that, Joel, and it works so often. And particularly at those enterprise account levels where you're working with those very large businesses, I think it's so important to have that knowledge, be able to provide that consultancy as well as the products and services that you provide. Final question of the espresso round, Joel, if there are any insurance executives or insurtech leaders who are looking to scale and grow their business quickly, what are some of the infrastructure or foundations do you think need to be in place in order to achieve that? I think the biggest thing is just data, which sounds like a simple thing, but is so immense and so tough. Not only knowing your conversion funnel online and offline, but also knowing the expected lifetime value of those consumers and being able to pinpoint to some degree how much a given customer is worth to you. There's a value to pretty much everyone unless you're actually losing money on getting that policy for free. Uh, So figuring out what that value is and how much you can spend to acquire that consumer to fit them into your book of business, I think is just key to to customer acquisition and growing policies and force holistically. And understanding that from the outset can really help carriers dominate coming out of this hard market and accelerating growth because the ability to bid to value and grow your book of business while maintaining profitability is just huge in our space, but really holistically. Yeah, fantastic. Joel, we're almost at the end of our time together today. Time has flown by very, very quickly. Before we go, though, do you have yeah one piece of closing advice maybe for someone who might be looking to make that same transition from you, say, from an insurance carrier looking to move their career to a, to a more of a technology-driven business? And then also, how would they go about reaching out to you after the show? Yeah, absolutely. Anybody can reach out to me through LinkedIn. I think I'm the old, only Joel Seaman out there, so you can find me pretty easily. Mm-hmm. In terms of advice and making that switch and, and finding that next step, the biggest thing from my perspective was really having a conversation with Steve Yee, our, our CEO at Media Alpha, who was somebody I knew when I was at Liberty Mutual and we had a lot of conversations. And he and I were talking about values and culture. I think finding that values and cultural fit makes everything so much easier. It's, it's one of the things I found in my relationship with my wife. Uh, we yeah. knew that we were on the same page with a lot of that stuff. And it makes marriage so much more easy and fun. And it makes work a lot more easy and fun. We're all on the same page. We're speaking the same language. We know what's important. Nobody within the organization is looking to make a quick buck and and do something that might be detrimental for our partners. But rather, we know that we're playing the long game. We're forging relationships with our partners to help push their business forward, which benefits us as well. I think that having that alignment between culture and values, between somebody joining the company and the company itself is just mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, making the, and making sure those cultural values run deep, like that interview process that you went through there. It's Although you've already got that relationship and from, from the outside, it looks like those values are aligned really 
digging deep, really drilling deep to make sure that it that it is a really good fit for both sides so that both parties are going to be happy and it's going to be a successful outcome. Without question. Joel, brilliant. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been a really interesting discussion. Looking forward to catching up with you in a couple of weeks' time. It's going to be great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Nick. This has been awesome. Thank you, Joel. And to all the InsurTech leaders, all those insurance leaders listening today, wherever you are across the world, we thank you for tuning in. And I'm sure you would have gained a lot of great insights and value from what Joel's had to say today. If you did enjoy the show, please remember to download and subscribe to the pod to receive each one of our episodes directly into your app each week. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, or would like to learn more about the competitive advantage that podcasts can give to your business when attracting talent, please reach out to us at insurance-search.com or drop us a message on LinkedIn. Until next time, I've been Nick Hoadley. This has been the Insurance Coffee House Global Insure Tech Series. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.